approach you by Lord and that's the name of the Lord Jesus Christ Lord and we're grateful Lord that we know that heavens and earth will pass away great kingdoms and great powers and great armies and will fall away Lord but your name Lord will be there till eternal Lord even beyond Lord eternity Lord your name will always prevail Lord and we're grateful Lord for what you've done for us Lord and because what you've done for us Lord we can sing these songs Lord from the depths of our hearts Lord Knowing, our Lord, that you mean something to us, our Lord. Not just coming to church for a formality, or a, but, Lord, we come into church, Lord, to get ourselves revived. And, Lord, uh, to hear the word, and to hear the word is the washing and the cleansing of the soul, Lord. And we're grateful, Lord, for what you've done for us, our Lord. And, Lord, we pray that this night, Lord, that you may be with the speaker, Lord, and you may circumcise his lips, Lord. And we as the listeners, Lord, that you may give us eyes to see, Lord, and hearts to hear, and Yes, to understand, O Lord, that we may be able to see you in simplicity, O Lord. Lord, we just thank you for what you've done, Lord. And may thy will be done further. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
Father God, Father God, we gather in your name again, O Lord. Father God, under expectations to hear from you again, O Lord. Father God, we are not here to hear from men, O God. But, O Lord, we are here to hear from your word, O Lord. We say thank you, O Lord. Father God, I pray now, Lord, that you'd move, O God, from heart to heart, O God. Father God, you know the, the needs that we have, O Lord, tonight, O Lord. Father God, I pray, O God, that you'd come and minister to each and every need tonight, O Lord. Heavenly Father God, we are truly privileged, O God. 
And therefore we say thank you now, Lord. Amen. Father God, we hand over the service to you, O Lord. Father God, praying and believing, O God. Father, that we'll hear what you want us to hear tonight, O Lord. Amen. We say thank you now, Lord, Father God. As we hand over the service to you now, Lord. Father God, come and humble us, O God. Father God, come and circumcise our ears and our hearts, O God. Father God, so that we can receive nothing but your word tonight, O Lord. Amen. We say thank you now, Lord, Father. We put our faith and our trust in you, O God. Father God, we depend in your name, O Lord. We say thank you now, Lord, as we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 We'll be reading from Hebrews chapter 4. So from verse 16. Amen. Amen. It reads as follows. Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Ngakoke, masisondele, ngesibinde, sishalweni, somusa, ugoba, samgeli, swe isihawo, sifomane, umusa, ukusiza, ngesikati, esifaneleyo. And then we can turn to James chapter 4 verse 8. Amen. Draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Tonight for a sub for a title I would use the word confidence. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. And if you Google the word confidence, the first description that comes up is full trust. Then believe in the powers and trustworthiness. Now I just want to Move a bit. I've got a four-year-old daughter. And whenever she plays with the toy and it breaks, she comes to me and she says, Dad, you're the best fixer in the whole world. That's confidence and Trust, belief that I will be able to do that. Amen. But how did she come to that? 
I must have fixed something before. She couldn't just come to it because she heard someone said it. She came to that because she had a fact. It was factual. Few services back, Pastor mentioned that God had confidence in Job. And how did that come about? That could have only been fellowship. God had fellowship with Job. God had to interview Job and see what he's made of. If you go for a job interview, you sit before a panel. And they go through your resume or your CV. And they go and take those facts that you put before them. And they test you by those facts. So that they must have the confidence the day they appoint you. So that you'll be able to do the job. So to a job. Amen. So to a job. job. God had fellowship with him. They had an interview, an intimate conversation with each other. It couldn't just happen. So there must have been fellowship. So too with us, if we've got... Confidence in God, we need to have a fellowship with God. We need to know Him on a a level, a personal level. And that can only happen through fellowship. So, we look at, for instance, uh, Samson. Standing between those two pillars. He could have tried by his own strength. And tried to push those pillars apart. Standing there he could have said, but I did it before. I killed 10,000 Philistines. But no, he stood there and he knew who helped him before. He remembered that he had confidence in God. And in that confidence, with that confidence, he could go back to God and say, just once more. And so times we need to, to face our challenges, our problems with that confidence. We go over to, to Abraham. Abraham stood before Isaac when Isaac asked him. And he said, God will provide. How did he come to that? 
He had confidence in God. Because he had the evidence. The the evidence was Isaac standing in front of him. Abraham could point to him and say, my son, you are the evidence, no matter what happens. God will provide. And instead of being self-confident or or have a big head about it. He could have said, but at the age of 100, I, I brought a son. I made a, a boy or son. But yet he had confidence in God. He had a fact. He based his answer on facts. And the fact is that God did it once, God will provide again. We go and we look at our prophet, Brother Brenham, when he faced, when he came face to face with the ego. And he stood there and he sat there and he looked at this eagle. And he realized that this eagle had confidence. This eagle had confidence in the gift that God gave him. With a blink of an eye, that eagle could flap his wings and he could be out of there. So he had that confidence in the gift that God gave him. Shouldn't we also have that kind of confidence? As the definition said, full trust. But that full trust only comes by fellowship. Fellowship with God. Spending time in His presence. So many times we, we tend to let the devil rob us of our blessings. Because we lack confidence. We lack we facts. We look at our sister Hetty Wright. When she stood there and she said, Lord, where is your Elijah? She could have only done that because she had fellowship with God. She could identify herself with God. So when we face that, that challenge, that giant in front of us. Let's face it with the confidence that God led us through the Red Sea. We came to the Red Sea and it looked dim with the mountain on the one side and the sea on the other side. To make things worse, the the Egyptians, the, the mightiest army um, coming behind us. But remind yourself 
with confidence that God opened that Red Sea for you. And by spending time with God in fellowship, we get to a point where we can position ourselves in His Word. Brother Branham put it so nicely in uh, the spoken word, perfect faith. He says, um, he's speaking about Jesus. He knew who he was. Without the shadow of a doubt, he knew who he was. The Son of God. He knew it. For the Word of God identified who He was. So we also need to find ourselves in the Word. We need to find, spend time with the Word so that we can find ourselves. And in that we will have confidence to position ourselves in your Word. When Joshua stood there and he said to the son, stand still. He never went and consulted or went on his knees and asked God, please Lord, I need this. I need you to do this. I need you to let the the son stand still. He could have, there was no time to go and fast and and pray long prayers for that. But he had confidence in who he was in God. Because he says, Lord, I am your servant. And in that he had the confidence to say to the son, stand still. So too we need to have that confidence to say stand still because we know our position in God. We go over and we look at Elijah facing all Baal's prophets. They're going on and coming to and fro. He even goes and encourages them, scream a bit louder. Come on, come, make, make a, a bigger noise. Maybe he's asleep or maybe your God is, is busy with something else. And they went about and they tried for hours on end. And we look at, he, at Elijah when he came back and it was his turn to prove God. We see in his prayer that he had confidence. He identified his position first. Because he says, Lord, this is your word. This is what you sent me to do. I am your servant. It is his position. He knew his position. So too we need to know our position in God. So many times we, 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 
come and we face their challenge. And we've got faith that God will see us through. But we need to be confident in his ability. We must have full trust in what he can do for us. Because God has blessed us with a word full of facts. And that, that's the secret about confidence. Confidence is a fact. Because a fact you cannot deny because it's on black and white. It's in black and white. And here we are privileged to be in a message where God has come so far to reveal unto us the facts that he blessed us with. And Peter was called. God, Jesus said to him, come. And for that second, he had confidence in what, God, what Jesus said to him. And as soon as he, he stood on the water, he looked around and he saw the waves. And he, he lacked just that split second of, of confidence. Where we, we stand sometimes as believers. We, we know what Jesus did for us. We know what God is capable of. But we lack that confidence. That confidence to know that he'll keep me standing on this water. No matter how the waves may be, be rising up next to us. No matter how the world may be going one way and we the other way. We'll have the confidence to know that we can stand on that water. Because we are in the hand of Jesus tonight. And Jesus will carry us through. The woman at the well she sat there next to Jesus and she could identify him because before the the foundation of the world there must have been fellowship. So too with us today we need to stand boldly with confidence in his ability like the definition said full trust Believe in in the powers. Believe in his powers. And then we've got the facts because from Genesis right up until uh, Revelations. We've got proof of what God can do. It's filled with facts. And we need to face our challenges with those facts in mind. We look at Moses when Moses came in 
Exodus chapter 4. And Moses answered and he said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice. For they will say, The Lord had not appeared unto thee. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. And he said, Cast it out onto the ground. And he cast it on the ground. And it came and it became a serpent. And Moses fled from before it. And the Lord said unto Moses, Put forth thine hand, and take it by the tail. And he put forth his hand and caught it. And because, and it, sorry, and it, and it became a rod in his hand. That they may believe that the Lord God our, of, our, of their fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, appeared unto thee. Don't we always sometimes feel like Moses. Lack of confidence. Looking at our inabilities. Looking at the things that we lack. The things that we cannot do. Looking at what ifs. What will people say about it? But yet God silences him. God shows him that it's not your abilities or your inabilities. But yet it is what I, your God, can do. And God will always show us what he is capable of. And we need to remember those instances where God revealed himself unto us. Because when we face, come face to face with the devil, the first thing he'll do is remind us of our inabilities. But we should be bold like Jesus was bold. We need to refer him to the facts. When the devil came and he he made promises to Jesus, Jesus had confidence in who he was. For he was the word. So we also need to have that confidence that no matter how much the devil may remind us of our inabilities. We must remind him of the one that is able. The one that we have confidence in. So too, we look at the 
testimony that pastor shared with us a few weeks ago of the little girl that had to go undergo a surgery and so many times if we are faced with that we we easily scared we easily fear for it is unknown unto us and the devil will try and make us put our confidence in the hands of men. But we look at that child's parents. They stood, they knew their position. They knew who they were. And because they, they knew their position, they could, they could identify a promise the promise that was made for their situation so i want to encourage you believers that when you're facing that giant or that mountain have confidence in god know your position then you can identify your promise. God has gave, given us so many promises. And we fall short because we cannot identify our position. How do I, how do I identify my position? With fellowship. I have fellowship with God. I spend time with him. Like anyone sitting in an interview. There's a, there's a, a sense of fellowship. Because one asks a question and the other gives an answer. And at the end you can weigh where you stand. So too when you have fellowship with God, you are able to identify your position. And once you have that identification, you easily have your promise and in that God will have confidence in you as well God had confidence in Job he knew what Job was what kind of man Job was so too when we say to that mountain be thou removed and we have confidence that God will move the littlest, the littlest speck of dust. We know that that has already started. God's promises are, is already in motion. So too, like Elijah, when he stood there before those priests, identified his position. Knowing that he is not capable. But knowing that God is capable. And also to us as well as as life throws curveballs, now and then we tend to go through the same situation. God is just trying to tell you that have confidence in me and you will get over this. So tonight, 
I want to encourage you. Have fellowship with God. Identify your promise after you find your position in God. Abraham could have bragged and told Isaac so many stories, so many tales. But he had one word, one sentence for him. God that provided will provide again. The three Hebrew boys facing, they had the opportunity to choose two parts. They could have bowed before the king and give up on him. But they knew their position. They knew their promise. That even though they may go into the fire, there's a possibility that they will not come out. But they knew that the promise beyond that fire, they knew that God was beyond, beyond what they could see, that what men could see. Amen. They had confidence in God. So as well as we face those fires, that fiery furnace, know that God is able. He's able to take you through that fire and back. Or even better, he can take you beyond the fire. But only if we know your position and you are confident in him. So tonight, as I end, I just want to end with the definition again. Full trust. And that is only able, is only possible if we empty ourselves so that he can fill us with him. We need to believe in the power. We need to believe in what he is capable of. Believe in his ability and know that he is his trustworthiness. There's no one on earth that is 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 trustworthy. We'd like to believe that of each other. Because but man can disappoint you. But confidence definition says it. And that we can only point to Jesus Christ. We can only pointed to God and say that he is faithful tonight. Because he's blessed us with with facts day in and day out. Because his word is 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 not sub there's there's substance, there's there's and once we have that substance we'll have the confidence to know that God is able. Then we can put our full trust in him. And once he's he's proven himself unto us, 
each time we face the giant or we face the red sea I think if the Israelites had to come back to the Red Sea, they would have the confidence to know that God has brought me through here. We can do it again. So no matter what we go through, let's remember one thing. Confidence equals full trust. No matter what the the waves may be doing or how high the waves may be. No matter what the world may be doing or what the world may be saying. Let us put our trust, full trust into God. And God may also have the confidence in us. For when God, when Satan came to God, God had, had control over Satan. Because he said to Satan, you can do everything, but do not kill my servant. So God was still in control. So full trust is all we need full trust in his abilities confidence in what he can do because confidence is a fact it's factual if you've got confidence in in a vehicle, let's say I want, I can come and say my car drives 220. But I've never seen it or I've never felt it do that. Doesn't mean the clock says 220, it can reach it. It's not substantiated. But if we have confidence, I can come and say, you know what, I drove my car 215 kilometers an hour. No one can argue against me. Because I was there. So too with confidence. We must be able to have confidence in God because He was here. He is here with us. He walked me through the Red Sea. He took me into the fiery furnace. Because I've got confidence I was there with him. So tonight as I close, I just want to say these words again. Confidence equals full trust. In everything that we do, let's have confidence. Let's have confidence believe in his ability. For he has proved himself. He's proved it over and over. From Genesis right up until today. Because he says that he is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And Sister Hetty Wright proved it. When she said, God, 
Where is your Elijah? God stopped the world's economy to prove to her that he is still the same. So too, I want to challenge you with that. God did it at the Red Sea. Fast forward, he did it for Heti Wright. Ask him, where is your Elijah? And God will not be shy to prove himself to you. Confidence. Full trust. In God. In everything that we do. We as believers tend to trust God for the littlest things. But we are afraid to Take him on his, his word for the big things because we lack that confidence. But I want to say today to you that he did it for Abraham. He proved it to Heti Wright. Won't he do the same for you today? Have the confidence to know that he will do it for me too. No matter how the, the waves may be, be rising. My God is more than able. He is not just able. But he is more than able. Because like my daughter said. She didn't say, Dad, you're the best fixer in Whitbank. Or in South Africa. The continent. She said, in the whole world. So too, let's know that God is more than able. Take him on his promises. And he will not shy to shy he will not be shy to prove himself. So let us go out as we possess the gates of the enemy. Let's have the confidence that he is with us. The one, the warrior above all warriors. Jehovah, mighty warrior. He is not just with us. But he's already went through the war for us. Have the confidence to know that he is already through the war for you. No matter what you may be facing tonight no matter what challenges you may have whether it's at work, at home have the confidence to know that God has already made a way for you and that we can say because he promised it Because God is not a past tense God. He doesn't say, I am the future I am. Or I was the was. But he says, I am. 
the great I am. So that tells me that he is here in my situation right now. And before tomorrow breaks, he has already been there. He already knows what I need. So trust him with confidence that he will provide for tomorrow. He says, look at the the fowl of the air. It doesn't mean to say that I will not be able to provide for tomorrow. Because they that the, the fall of the air, they don't worry about tomorrow. Because they have the confidence that he that provided now will provide for tomorrow as well. So we need to have that confidence in everything that we do that we are the best because God has already given us the ability to overcome. We are victorious because his word said we are. We are conquerors. We need to take that and we need to prove it to ourselves. And that we can only do if we have fellowship with him. And once we've got that, we, we, we have that fellowship, we will be able to identify our position. If we know our position, we will possess the gates of the enemy. We will go through the fiery furnace. We won't get stuck in the fire. But we will go through the fire. Because of what he is able. We may may always have the confidence that what God did for me yesterday, he can do the same for me today. And have the confidence that what he did today, he can do better tomorrow. Amen. Amen.
Are you happy this evening? Amen. My gadget just went off. Amen. Can I use yours? Something that Brother Ward mentioned, I just want to read something about this confidence. Amen. You know, there are certain things we call them the myth busters. Hallelujah. Amen. And uh, Brother Watt was just doing some myth busters here. Being timid doesn't mean that you are spiritual. Hallelujah. Amen. But we need believers that are confident. Amen. In God and in what he made them to be. Amen. Do you agree? Hallelujah. Just want to read something that the prophet speaks in the message. He speaks to this mountain. As the brother was talking about confidence, it just resonated with me. Hallelujah. And Brother Brenham kept on saying, you've got to have confidence. And I want to show you the kind of confidence that the prophet had. Hallelujah. Hope I get it here. How many are blessed tonight? And how many are confident tonight? Hallelujah. He says, if you have not tested it, then you cannot have confidence in it. If you have never tested that he's a healer, the chances are that you will never have confidence in him as a healer. Uh, And confidence, it means a total trust. I don't know how many have got that total trust I just want to read something that the prophet spoke about here. And I want to demonstrate the level of uh, Brother Brenham's confidence in the God that he served. Amen. He says in this message, and the message is, speak to this mountain. See, you've got to believe that You've got to believe in what you are doing. Uh, Don't just be a wishy-washy person who does things for the sake. You've got to believe in what you are doing. If you come to church, have confidence. If you raise your children, have confidence. If you are a husband, have confidence. And the results will reflect whether you had confidence. You've got to have faith and confidence. He puts them together. You can't have Confidence without faith. That's me. 
faith. You can't have confidence without faith. And you can't have faith without confidence. They walk, they go together. It says, listen, this might sound radical. But if the Lord God, who's here on this platform now, and can tell the secret of every heart in here, and tell you what you will be, or what won't be, you know what? You see it night after night. If he would tell me that George Washington was going to rise from the grave tomorrow out of the National Cemetery, I would invite the whole world to come see it down. That's exactly right. I believe him. He has never failed me. How many can say God has never failed them? Then it it must raise your confidence. A lot of times believers are underutilized because their confidence is very low. Amen. I mean, if you come into a job interview and when you get there and they tell you that uh, we wanted 10 years experience and you, you only have one experience, one year experience. If you don't have confidence with you start shivering. But have you ever seen somebody who's got confidence? I can tell them that, look, I've got the ability to learn faster. And I was in this situation and I learned better and your situation can not be an exception. Confidence, it brings authority. I hope we are together. So when you walk away tonight, be a believer with a sense of confidence. Confidence can bring perseverance uh, and challenge the status quo. I often uh, talk about a man who applied for a job and then they declined him and say, we've got no job here. Next week he was back. Said, but we told you that we don't have a job. He said, no, I just thought you might have fired somebody. And he came back the other week. I you know the one that we told last week that we don't have a job? I thought somebody might have resigned. He came back the other week and say, but haven't we told that we don't have a job? I thought you might, somebody might have died. And they told him and say, make yourself useful here. But and then he made himself tea. And the day came where one of the radio announcers was drunk. Then he got an opportunity. Then he went behind the microphone. What brought him there? Confidence. Amen. Hallelujah. Believers don't have results because they don't have confidence. We've got this material, but it must be tested. 
If I ask you, does the third pool work for you? You've got to say, yes, it works for me. And how did it work for you in this way? Let us test God. Let us prove him. Then it will raise our confidence. God bless you, brother. Just a round of applause. Let's give us a, a worshiping song. Amen. And then we'll just wrap up in prayer. Amen. worship him Father, He's an able God. If you've got any need in your heart, you can just reflect it by indicating, by raising your hand. Uh, 
You're not raising your hand to amen. Your hand is a reflection of the confidence that you've got in him. Hallelujah. And he likes to come into situations where he can come and help you. Your weakness is the greatest asset in God's economy. Because it is in your perfect weaknesses where he shows his perfect strength. That's why the poet says, Be still and know that he is God. Most gracious Heavenly Father, hands have been raised this evening. Because believers have got various needs. Amen. I'm one person that believes that we are not orphans. Amen. You told us that you will send us the, the comforter. Amen. Who will teach us all things. Who will pull us through all things. Amen. And this evening, Heavenly Father, our confidence in your abilities is not shaken. Amen. And Lord, we don't need to scratch far to get the evidence that you are such an able God. Amen. Just for the mere fact that every heart is beating in this building. And Lord, we do not know the mystery behind the heart that is beating. Amen. We don't know how it starts and we don't know how it stops. The medical science, when it stops, they can never make it to beat. Amen. Amen. It simply shows that there is a greater power. That the world has got no idea of. And that same power is the power that brought the universe into existence. Mm. Lord, when we look at the universe, even science today, they discover things that they never knew existed. Mm. And when we look at the complexity of the universe, we ask ourselves, how do the things work in such a harmony? Mm. The only explanation is that there is God who is responsible for these great works. And Heavenly Father, if you can make the universe to work in such harmony, where we've got zillions of heavenly bodies out there, but they work in such harmony, Lord, I believe that the order of the universe can be reflected even in the order of our lives. If we fully surrender ourselves to you, the way the universe has surrendered itself to you, there is bound to be harmony in our lives. And this evening, as we are raising our hands, the greatest desire that we need is that we need God's order in our lives. We need all the heavy activities of our lives to be linked together and work in such harmony until it reflects that there is somebody who is responsible for the order of our lives. Lord, this evening, the devil has tried to knock our confidence many a times. There's been times where we thought about this and that. There's been many a times where we thought about our disabilities. We thought about our insufficiency. And Lord, from there, the devil was knocking our confidence. But this evening, through the weight, our confidence is restored. Amen. And Lord, I believe that we can never have the confidence in the God who has created us until we've got 
a confidence in the images that he has created. And the Heavenly Father, this evening, we just want to surrender ourselves totally to you. And Lord, we don't want to move around this world as victims. Lord, we don't leave anything to chance. We leave everything to the Almighty God. Because Lord, everything that is happening, it was pre-planted. We don't know what tomorrow is going to happen. Amen. There's going to be a lot that is going to happen tomorrow. But there's one thing that I know and that I've got confidence in. I know the one that is designed tomorrow. And that is you, Heavenly Father. Amen. And we commit tomorrow to you, Heavenly Father, and say, be in charge of tomorrow. Amen. And when you are in charge of tomorrow, we can face tomorrow. Amen. And this evening I'm praying for these men and women. And I say, go and demonstrate in their lives that they do not worship a historical God. We are not worshipping a statue, but we are worshipping a living God. A God that can be assessed based on his works. Not the works of yesteryear, but the works of today. And Heavenly Father, I want every man and woman in this building to take their requests and commit them to you and fully believe and have a total trust that you shall grant them their heart's desire. I don't care how complicated it may be. I don't care how many times they have requested it, but I know you are able to grant it, Heavenly Father, because you are an able God. As our brother was showing us that you opened the Red Sea. There it is. It is a, an evidence, Heavenly Father. It is a fact in history. You opened the Red Sea. You stopped the sun even today. Science can prove that Joshua stopped the sun. And Lord, we know that those things were not only in history, but they can happen tonight. And whatever we need, it is available. You said whatever we ask in your name, you shall grant it. And this evening we approach you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I say for every man and woman in the building, no matter how unique their needs may be, grant it, Heavenly Father. We cannot live in this world as if we are orphans. Let the world know that we worship the God that is able. And Lord, in our workplaces, take charge. In our schools, take charge. Wherever we go, take charge. Let the people know that there is a presence that goes with us. They may not put their finger on it, but they must realize something great is with these people. It must not only be a Sunday thing, a Wednesday thing. Let it be something that happens daily. And that is my greatest desire, Heavenly Father, as I commit them to you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. When you become conscious, of what God does in your life. It just replicates itself. Have you ever seen that when you feel that nobody loves you, is the more people don't love you? If the devil can change your state of mind, he can change your life. 
If you can change the state of your mind, you will change your life. And I say, let us have confidence. Let us not be timid. Let us walk tall. Because a pillar of fire returned for us in the end time. So this evening we can be confident. Before you go, I was told that somewhere they were praying for the elderly people and they were throwing their crushes out and they were crying because of the healing that they experienced. They were crying because of And then somebody made a remark. Why is it that the people outside benefit more from the message than the people inside? And somebody said the people inside know too much. Amen. They can analyze a statement behind a statement. And it knocks off your faith. But if somebody is sick, he doesn't know much. And you say to them, Jesus Christ can heal you. They believe it. They don't compare it. They don't discuss it. They don't analyze it. They accept it. And it works for them. The people that Jesus was with, they benefited less than the people that he was not with. I don't know whether we're together. What I'm simply saying is that let us not take the message casually. If we take it seriously, it will uplift our confidence. And when it uplifts our confidence, then the results will be there. When there are no results in your life, you need to be restless. Can't be here Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, but no results. And say, God, I need results in my life. I've done my part, do your part. And if you know you have not done your part in terms of living right, change and live right. Don't expect to, him to do his if you haven't done your part. It boils down to what he said. Fellowship brings confidence. Give us a song till we meet on Sunday. May God richly bless you. Let's walk away confidently. Amen.